Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour two underway. Nice to have you with us, wherever you might happen to be listening. It's good to have your input. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. That's what gets you in, and that's what gets you heard, wherever you might happen to be listening. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Coming up this hour... Newt Gingrich is going to join us on the other side, the uh, former congressman from Georgia and then the 50th Speaker of the House. He was uh, Speaker of the House in the mid to uh, late 90s. Emily Carota, actress, a new movie called Porcupine, which is about my butt now. Uh, Hall of Fame. (laughs) Hall of Fame. Sometimes I crack myself up and it ain't even funny. Hall of Fame defensive back Ken Houston will be joining us in a little over a half hour. Jade Kata Preda will join us. She is at uh, the Punchline this weekend. Very talented, very beautiful, very hilarious young woman. And then uh, Dana Gould, one of my favorites. And a guy I I call a buddy. Uh, he once introduced me as his very good friend, Rick, so I'm going to go with that. And then again, Shaq called me Pretty Ricky, and I'm going with that, too. But anyway, here's a movie with Bobcat Goldthwait, who uh, I've only had one time on the show. But anyway, Bobcat and Dana have a movie called Joyride, which is a doc documentary about driving around and talking about how they kind of didn't like each other in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't... It wasn't all love in the beginning between those two. And I blame Bobcat because uh, I think Bobcat blames himself, too. you got to watch the movie. It's really good. But uh, New Gingrich on the other side. I want to get his thoughts about the early mock drafts in the NFL. I want to see also what he thinks about uh, my Warriors losing in overtime to Memphis. It was very disappointing. We'll get his thoughts on those things as well. Big shout-out to those of you listening on American Forces. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% .9 of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. Freeall spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 1759. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one -on -one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Newt Gingrich, of course, 50th Speaker of the House and author, because he has a brand new book that's coming out in a couple of days here on November 2nd called Beyond Biting, Rebuilding the America We Love. 
Newt, thanks for being on the show. And um, I mean, it, usually I ask authors what the genesis is behind this book, but I mean, it's right there in the title. What are you trying to impart in a, in a nutshell with this project? Well, I want people to be optimistic and positive. Um, <clears throat> there will be a point where the current group of big government socialists who dominate the House and Senate and the White House are gone. At that point, we'll go back to rebuilding the country. <clears throat> I did this as a very young congressman back uh, with Ronald Reagan. We came in. Uh, Jimmy Carter made a mess of things. We had inflation. We had unemployment. We had uh, gasoline price problems. We had a hostage crisis in Iran. And in a matter of three or four months, Reagan had turned the whole thing around. And the point of beyond Biden is we have the same capacity today. We haven't. This is still a, an astonishing country. We attract people from the whole planet uh, because it's the best place in the world to live and to pursue happiness and to have a creative career. And uh, I think that uh, we have problems we got to solve. And I outline how to solve a bunch of them in Beyond Biden. But I really want to impart to people a, a sense of optimism that the future could be really exciting and dynamic and uh, that there are a lot more things. That Reagan used to say, you ain't seen nothing yet. And when I look at what Elon Musk has done, for example, to dramatically open up space for normal people, uh, and, I, and I look at the opportunities we have coming down the road in health care for people to live longer and healthier and less expensively, uh, I'm, I'm excited by the future. You know, you bring up Jimmy Carter, and, you know, I was in school when, when he was president, and I think that the, the gist of him was a good man, I mean, an honorable man, Naval Academy, but as a president, you know, he said he regretted boycotting the Moscow Olympics. You're from the Peach State. Did you have a lot of dealings with Jimmy? Yeah, I, I was a very young professor at West Georgia College when uh, Governor Carter ran and won the governorship and served four years as governor. So I would occasionally see him, because back then, you know, it was a pretty small world. And uh, you could go down and see the governor and talk about ideas. And I had done some things he thought was interesting, both with the environment and with uh, looking at the future. Uh, and, and, and Carter was a very smart guy. I mean, it, you know, he, he, he was a nuclear engineer. He's, he was an Annapolis graduate. Uh, he was an authentic peanut farmer from South Georgia. Uh, and, uh, he did, and he did wonderful things like, like uh, Habitat for Humanity, where mm -hmm. over the years Carter has helped sponsor an amazing number of houses, working with people, helping them build their own homes if they're poor, but they're willing to work hard. So in some ways there's a lot to admire about him. But he, but he couldn't, he, he had the wrong ideology, and he couldn't understand the role of a president and how to be president. The presidents aren't big governors. Presidents are very different. They're the, the leader of the whole country. And the world was just in a position where it overwhelmed him. And where a guy like Reagan was able to think bigger than his problems, uh, Carter couldn't. And, and Carter was a big micromanager. At one point, he was actually picking who got to play on the tennis court at the White House. Well, you know, presidents don't have the time to think about junk like that. The presidents need to think about big, big issues, big solutions, big proposals. And part of the purpose of writing Beyond Biden is to lay out in a book, you know, for the Republicans who may run in 16, you know, we, we need to be a positive, problem-solving party. We need to help the American people, whether they're Democrat, Republican, or independent. We need to work with all of them to create a better future and to get them engaged in the kind of country we could be. And uh, I think I learned a lot of that by working with Ronald Reagan. You mentioned Reagan, and of course in those days you would see Reagan and 
Tip O'Neill, have a laugh, have a cocktail. We don't we don't have that anymore. We don't really have, even though we have so many commonalities between the two big parties in this country. If you don't agree, you know you're you're wrong. Are we ever going to get back to the point where we can have? Well, I, I think I think we will. Uh, Theodore White, in the making of the president, in 1972, said that the problem George McGovern had was that the liberal ideology had become a liberal theology. And as a quasi-religion, you, you couldn't negotiate with it. You, you just watched this happen in the House yesterday uh, when President Biden came to see the Democrats. And uh, the left wing of the Democratic Party said, no, they wouldn't compromise. They wouldn't help him. They wouldn't cooperate. Um, so I think, you know, when, when I was Speaker, uh, the ability that, that Bill Clinton and I had to sit down in the same room, we, we met, I think, for 35 days to, to write the balanced budget. Uh, and the only four balanced budgets in your lifetime were all done by, by Clinton and me. Uh, and, and we did it because we, we understood we were, he was a Democrat, I was a Republican, he's a liberal, I'm a conservative. But as Americans, we felt we owed it to the American people to find a way to work together. And I think we could get back to that. You could end up with a, a spirit, if you will, uh, of uh, trying to collaborate and trying to get things done. But it does require that both sides have to come into the room with the spirit that says, you know, I have to have X, but I'm willing to give up Y. Now you tell me what you have to have, and let's see if we can find a common ground uh, to work on. And, and that was a very key part. We got welfare reform, Medicare reform, uh, Food and Drug Administration reform, trans telecommunications reform. There's a lot of stuff done while I was speaker and it was done because we could find a way to talk with Bill Clinton uh, and to, to get positive things done. It's also why the left hated him, because Clinton was willing to sit down with Republicans and find a common ground. And the hard left just despised the fact that he was willing to work with us. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope you're right. I hope we get back to that. One more big question for you, and, and this is kind of a all-encompassing kind of question, but what are your thoughts on what happened on January 6th and where we sit now on what happened with January 6th? Well, my thoughts are that, that it was uh, stupid. It was a dangerous precedent. You can't tolerate people trying to occupy the Capitol. But I also would say that a lot of what we saw all summer with riots, with people being killed, with buildings being burned down, with uh, stores being trashed, uh, was, was part of that. I would say that the the Antifa riots, which now are like 180 days in Portland, is just inconceivable. You you can't have civilization if you have violent people out there who don't who don't get locked up and taken off the street. So, you know, uh, I think I think the January sixth January sixth was bad, but the Democrats then decided they would make it a political moment, uh, and and there are a lot of unanswered questions. The only person who was killed on January sixth was a woman who had served in the U.S. military who was unarmed. And historically, that would have been a scandal, except she was conservative. And so the news media just sort of shrugged it off and went on. Uh, but that's a fact. Uh, and uh, I don't defend any of the people who were there. It was a stupid thing to do, uh, and it was appropriate to defend the Capitol. But then Pelosi and the Democrats decided to turn it into an excuse to put up barbed wire and bring in the National Guard, you know, and a whole range of things that made no sense. And they, these, by the way, were the very same people who 
who were anti-police all summer and who were apologizing for the Black Lives Riots mattered, which were going on in dozens of cities. Uh, and I think you just have to put all that in, in some context without in any way defending what happened on the 6th of January, which was wrong. All right. And I would add that Officer Sicknick of the Capitol Police lost his life on that that day as well. I know you're out of time, Newt. Thanks for coming on. It's Newt Gingrich. The book is Beyond Biden, Rebuilding the America We Love, and this is available on November 2nd. Thanks a lot, Newt. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
That's 800-760-1845. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. We're waiting on uh, an actress uh, to give us a call this segment, and if she calls us up, we'll definitely throw her on the uh, airwaves. And uh, and uh, as I said, we'll do that uh, when we get her. Uh, so, yeah, Newt Gingrich, um, and this is the thing. I'm sure people on social media would just see when I tweeted and put it on the Facebook fan page that I was having Newt Gingrich that <clears throat> they probably would just automatically block or unfollow me for having temerity to, to even talk to him. But it's just, it's so important. It's so important to hear. And if you really think somebody's dumb, I think you should let them talk even more. You know, and, and like I said, I, listen, I grew up rather conservatively for the Bay Area anyway. You t- put me anywhere else in the country, it's not going to seem conservative. But conservative for the Bay Area, just because I was patriotic. And But uh, I, I don't behold myself to either party now. I'm, I'm in the middle as I have things that are Republican about me and I have things that are Democrat about me. And uh, But no, it's important, to, it's important to let people talk one way or the other. And then we can all figure out what, what is on their mind. So anyway, that was <laughs> Newt Gingrich. Let's go to our next actress. We're very happy to have her. It is the seasoned actress, Emily Kuroda. She has a new movie entitled Porcupine. Emily, <laughs> w- welcome to the show. Porcupine, that, you know, obviously we know what a porcupine is, but with a, yeah. t- with a title like that, this movie could go anywhere. So what is this all about? Oh, I think it's a wonderful study on, uh, on the need of humans uh, to connect with other humans and an exploration of loneliness and... But it's, I don't know, it's just a lovely, lovely film that uh, Mike Cahill put together. And uh, Jenna and Robert are just amazing in it. Had so much fun with them. Jenna Malone plays the main protagonist, Uh Audrey, a uh, young woman who has been going through a lot of jobs and very few years, and uh, her main companion is YouTube. And then what happens with all that? Oh, well, then um, I find out because um, I'm with Robert, who play, and then he, our marriage isn't great, and then he's, he's got a horrible uh, relationship with his kids because he was too busy working, and he's just so unhappy, So, and I'm lonely because he's so unhappy. So then I find out, oh, you can ad- adopt adult um, people, and though Audrey... Audrey uh, signs up to be adopted. We meet and we click. There's something there's something kooky about her that I really like, and something sad. So, um, and then my husband is resistant at first, but then she changes his life. They change each other's lives, and it's just 
beautiful to watch, I think. And it's shot in upstate New York, which is gorgeous. So it's pretty to boot. Do you ever, with your long history of being in film and TV, do you ever sit in front of the TV and you're rolling around and all of a sudden there's a Matlock rerun and you're like, oh yeah, I was in that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Some I don't even remember. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's like, is that me? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think people, of course, know you from Gilmore Girls as uh, Mrs. Kim. And that's the other thing about Hollywood, you know, mm-hmm. with a name like Kuroda, I would think, you know, uh-huh. Japanese-American. But Hollywood might say, you're going to be Korean in this, you're going to be Chinese in that. And I think for a white yeah. guy, if they say, you, you're going to be Irish or French, we don't really care. But as an Asian, did, was that something that you embraced? Or was that something you're like, well, I mean... Oh no, it's um, it's great because when we play other ethnicities, you know, we have to immerse ourselves in the culture, which is totally different. Like the Korean culture is totally different than the uh, Japanese culture. So, for seven years, I was uh, introduced to a lot of new things. That and plus, on top of that, she was a Seventh Day Adventist. So, <laughs> <laughs> I learned about that too. <laughs> Do you ever also, when I think about all the TV shows that you've been in, and it's just dozens and dozens and dozens of great, long-running, established TV shows, was yeah. was there one where you were like, ah, I hope I never see that one again. That was embarrassing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the names of it, but, oh, yeah. I've had a couple of those. <laughs> For me, I and, think it's amazing that you were in the in Curb Your Enthusiasm. You were in that shrimp uh, episode, but just to be in that canon of that great show, that's got to be fun. I love that show. I had never worked on a show on a set like that before or since, actually. You know, I show up and they, they say, I said, what do I do? They said, just uh, come to set when we tell you. So they, I did. And they said, here, you're the host. I said, that's fine. So I did that. And then I was going to go home and they said, no, no, you can't go home. You have more. I said, all right. So I just sit around and wait for them to, you know, let me know where to stand. And then I just, they just say action and you just go. It's, <laughs> it's a remarkable trust that they have in their actors. <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff. So yeah. for you, I mean, uh, growing up and you're, you know, California kid like me, and I know you yeah. got family in the Bay area too. Uh-huh. Um, when when you decide when was it that you decided that you wanted to be uh, an actress? Because I just saw Ronnie Chang live last weekend, and he has the old joke about you know saying that uh, uh, white uh, parents don't care about their kids, so they can be whatever they want. The only reason that Asian parents get mad if we go into show business is because they love us, unlike white parents. So, <laughs> <laughs> what did your parents think? They were so busy making a living they didn't really care actually <laughs> so I'm, unlike a lot of other parents as long as i was healthy and could pay my own bills they were fine with whatever i did i was lucky staying out of jail right yeah that's all that, it was. that's all yeah <laughs> so you get your first gig remington steel was i mean for you that must have been the greatest thing in the world oh it was it was <laughs> And it was so different because I was studying with Mako at East West Players, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, and I didn't, I didn't watch much TV, so I didn't know who these people were, like Pierce Brosnan. So I hear this knock on the door, and I open it, and uh, 
I figure it was him. And he goes, can we run lines? I'm like, yeah, sure. And uh, it was just, it was so much fun working with him. Very and a lot hand- of my other friends. Too. Very handsome guy, too. Yeah, and kind, so nice. That's what I've noticed in this business. The kind ones seem to do well, thank hmm. God. That's good. When yeah. Pierce Brosnan was with you, did he talk with an Irish accent? He did. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're also a um, a theater uh, player as well. You mentioned East West. I mean, uh, yeah. if I say right now, look, you can I can put you in a play on on Broadway, or I can put you in a blockbuster as the lead actress. Which would you take? Ooh, oh, that would be tough. Um, I'd probably choose the movie just because I haven't done that many, mm-hmm. you know, um, that I, I enjoy where I'm a, you know, one of the leads mm-hmm. and, uh, but like I'm doing a play, I'm leaving in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> I'm basically doing more plays than anything else in the last say five years. That's great. And is there and, and the great thing about your profession, you don't even you don't need an exit plan. You can go as long as you're talented and and people want you, right? Yeah. Because you know, they always need old people. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I just got back from uh London. Oh. Where where I shot uh another big project. So called And it's it's called The Power. Mm. And I was there for a couple of months. So it is on Amazon. I want to pitch it because I just think it's terrific. It's um, it's about girls that have the power, electricity, and they okay. So they kill people and stuff, but <laughs> it's also like a psychological thriller as well. It's at a. It's nurses at an infirmary. It's horror, right? Yeah, I guess it's horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're in this movie? <laughs> well, this one, there's so many, there's so many, the powers. This one is uh, based on a book, and uh, my segment, there's all these segments. One is in, in South Africa, one is in uh, London, one is in all these stories of these girls all over the world that have the power. And my storyline, we're in South Carolina, and mm. we're in a... Uh, we're in a convent, and all these girls with the power come to me in this convent. They're teenage girls. And they built this huge $3 million convent with sky-high ceilings on a bluff just for this uh, series. Very Isn't cool. That amazing? That's very, very cool. cool. Very yeah. cool career that you had and have right now and as i mentioned porcupine directed by mr cahill and starring our yes. guest uh emily Corota. how can we get our eyes and ears on this just keep your eyes and ears open for <laughs> it's doing the the uh the festival circuit right now okay and then i'm hoping i'm sure it'll go probably amazon or netflix or something all right porcupine emily thanks for being on appreciate it Thanks so much. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. Well, on the other side, Hall of Famer Ken Houston. Come on back.
Okay, my shipments have to get to customers on time and looking good. It's possible with Staples Connect. Staples Connect has small business shipping covered with premium shipping supplies and UPS shipping services. And now, buy two, get one free on select shipping supplies like bubble roll and premium shipping boxes. Plus, get 20% off UPS Express shipping services. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1030. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. Angie's list is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pill sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Playoffs? talk about playoffs you kidding me playoffs i just hope we can win a game Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. 
Now, back to Fat Boy. That's messed up, but I wish I had had some pork rinds with that. Speaking of that, and about Southern Recipe small batch pork rinds, we bring in the great Hall of Famer, one of the greatest safeties in NFL history, Ken Houston, to talk about Pork Rind Appreciation Day and also talk about the Gridiron Greats Assistant Fund. Ken, welcome to the show. And uh, first of all, you know, we back in your day with the equipment you guys had, those old canvas strap helmets and yet you were clotheslining each other in the head uh and then when you retired sometimes you just got forgotten and i'd look at guys like jim otto and all the operations he had when coach dick got this uh, assistance fund together this was this was important business isn't it absolutely because uh, like you said there's so many guys that are remembered but there's so many guys that are forgotten and a lot of the guys have come into health problems you know um I'm not, with, I'm not on the assistance fund, but I have had health problems. I've had two cancers. I'm in remission from both right now. And until you get there and understand the cost of it and what it can do your health and what, how you can be forgotten. So it's just an issue to get guys back to the forefront. And they come back this time of the year, you know, because the Super Bowl will bring them back, or Hall of Fame weekend bring them back. A lot of guys have mentioned, and, and right to the soul, the game belongs to the young. That's who people watch. They watched us when we were young. And the Marion Miles, the Night Crane Lanes, all those guys were before me. So I respect them. I got a chance to know them. And the game just kind of motivates and moves itself. And it's just, just a good to have been a part of that. No doubt. And glad to hear you're doing well. And I think about those those old AFL DBs. And, and even after the merger, the Soul Patrol in Oakland with Jack Tatum and George Atkinson and, and Fred the Hammer how, how did you like? How did you like playing? I mean, did you like being more of a center fielder, or did you like coming in and putting your face mask into people's ribs? Well, you know, I was a strong safety, and that's what I did. I mean, my first uh, job was to take on the offensive guard, and then you hit a guy, and you know, you got the back, you got the guard, and you got guys holding. And I was telling, I was explaining to someone today about the tackle. Uh, the tackle right now, it's, it's a great tackle, but it's the most dangerous in football. Because the way we tackle, we glance. It's just like a car. Mm-hmm. You know, just have a, a, a car that glances off each other and the injury is not there as much as it would be. And then you got the head on, which is detrimental. And then you got the T bone. Yeah. Okay, so right now the T bone is called basically. So the game is not a safe game, it's a hard game, and it will never be safe, but it is what it is. No doubt about it, and it's interesting, too, because I think about your days in the AFL with Houston before you went to uh, Washington, and can you just tell us a little bit about those days playing the Raiders out here and Al Davis, <laughs> John Madden, because the, the, the road in the playoffs always went through Oakland one way or another. Absolutely. You know, they were tough. They were just, uh, I'm going to use the term nasty uh, bunk in a, in a nice way, but they had to play it. I mean, they, they, you know, and they had Al Davis, who there's only been one Al Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had that mystique about the Raiders. You had things they would, uh, things they wouldn't do, and there wasn't anything they wouldn't do. And so you, you, when you played them, you had your head on a swivel. And plus, on top of all of that, they had the ball players. And a lot of these rivalries started in college, like Willie Brown was at Gramlin, and I was at Prairie View, or Shell, you know, like uh, – Belenikoff, uh, I can still see those got Bill Miller, a, game, a name that nobody remembers, uh, was beat me on my first post corner. 
and I'll never forget him. So you, the, Oakland was like the training ground, and they are synonymous as to what we are right now. By the way, playing at Prairie View, is it true when you got there they tried to make you the center? I was an offensive center. I was an offensive center. I was the fifth-string offensive center <laughs> for, uh, for the five years I was there. <laughs> and they all, all, the center played the middle linebacker and linebacker spot. So on defense, I was a linebacker. And I was a rover in college as a linebacker. Never played safety before I got the pro ball. And I can say this out of all honesty. When I retired 14 years later, I was still learning how to play the position of safety. They had so the, the team I played on the Prairie View had so much talent until the top five centers ended up in pro ball at different positions. Wow. I mean, you know, like uh, Alvin Reeves, my teammate, he was a defense man. He became a tight end. Otis Taylor, I think, was probably the greatest wow. receiver that I've ever seen was there. So it, it, was, it was loaded. And yet your versatility as an athlete – you know, we always hear about football players who are track stars, and that's pretty awesome to be both both of those things. But you were on the swim team? Yeah, swim team, basketball team, ran track. We were allowed to develop other skills. And I don't think they could have done anything better as coaches in that day to allow us to play other sports because, you know, like once the football season over, the next day we're on the basketball court. And then we went to track. And then in the summer, we went to swimming. We played softball. And so as a result, I developed my – and they all relate. I mean, they all are different in a sense, but they all relate because they use different parts of the body. So, you know, and, and I'm not saying good, bad, and different, but I would like to allow to see – a lot of them to let the young kids play more sports. No doubt. A couple more questions for Ken Houston, who in one year once had four pick sixes and another fumble recovery for a touchdown. That's five in one season. Um, just one more Raider question. Did Al ever yeah. Did Al ever try to get you or say you'd look better in silver and black? <laughs> yes, he did. I knew it. I used, to, I, used to, I used to love to see him because he was, so, he was such a mystic-type person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he always had the half-smile. He was always surrounded by, I, I call them good, bad guys. And uh, they just, they had something that would never be recaptured in football. I mean, those guys, the Rooneys, the Al Davises, the Bud Adams, uh, it was a different time. And they were more, they were closer to their players, I think, of maybe than the Steelers, than coaches are now because you actually you kind of hung out with them. And they were allowed to talk. And, you, you know, you – Everything wasn't taken at face value. You know, you could say a word and not be penalized for it. So they allowed us to do things that made us become great people instead of football players. Very well said. And when you got traded to Washington, it was almost like one of these Ollie Matson trades because five players <laughs> went the other way. And then when you got to Washington, you went to seven straight Pro Bowls. It was a horrible trade for the Oilers, but what was that like when you heard that you got dealt? You know, I remember that's probably the first time I cried in football. I was, I went in that morning because I was supposed to be at practice, and uh, the, the general manager wanted to see me. Uh, remember his name? Uh, but anyway, uh, God. but anyway, he, he told me that I had been traded, and um, Sid Gilman. And uh, I told him I didn't want to talk to him. I just needed to go home. And I, my wife was a teacher at the time. 
And I remember going to the school and telling her, and we both cried. And, I, I, you know, D.C. was the farthest thing from my mind. Even though I loved the Over the Hill Gang, I watched them. They were kind of like the Raiders. They had their own personality. But when I got there, they already had guys in place. And so I didn't have a starting job. And Roosevelt Taylor was free safety from uh, Southern, I think it was. He broke his arm. So they moved Rig on to the uh, free safety spot, and that allowed me to play. And early on in my career at D.C., I stopped Walt Garrison on the one-yard line on Monday Night Football. And that kind of solidified my stay in D.C. And as it turned out, it was a great time for my career and a great place to play. No doubt about it. And you mentioned Sid Gilman, and he was such a uh, you know innovator. And when he was with the Oilers, he coached, he was the GM, he was the president, he did everything, right? <laughs> yeah, he was. And, uh, and to this day, I, I still can't get him to say that he traded me <laughs> before he passed away. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I said, well, who did it? Nobody knew who did it, you know. And so, you know, it, it was uh, back then you could be, I guess, a lot of guys now, I mean, a friend with Donald. But Mr. Adam was a very good, uh, close personality with me. And with the other guys, and I would do things other than, you know, play football. And I mean, he had a he had a ranch, and we'd go up and he'd have us up and we'd fish. And then after I was uh, released from the, with the Redskins, after I retired, I got back in touch with him. We fly down to Tennessee together, and so you know, those guys uh, really allowed you to be a part of the game. And that's why so many older guys right now are becoming involved to being part owners and looking for the ownership distance because of the liability. No doubt. And for you, when uh, you look at now called Washington football team, do you, do you have any suggestions about a new name? Do you still watch all the games? Uh, well, how does it work for you with your, your connection with uh, the team now? Well, it, I mean, it, it's well. I didn't go back this year because of the cancer, but I go back every year for homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner's been very good to me. Uh, and uh, break arms. I still have a lot of friends there, a lot of the older veterans. And I think, you know, a lot of times uh, it, it's, it's so hard to talk uh, in public because the the connotation of what you're saying can get so mixed up and you don't have the last word. Yeah. So guys really hesitate to talk about exactly how they feel, even though it doesn't mean anything. And so you're very seldom would a guy come out and tell you exactly what's on his mind because what's on his mind, it is what he thinks, but it's not what the public want him to think. You know, and so, you know, the Red, well, I call them Redskins, the Washington team, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's unfortunate that we're at a stage in time, and well, unfortunate and fortunate that things should be recognized, but uh, a group working network should be there to assist everybody to get everyone not on the same page, but the right page Right. and right and truth is what the problem is. Very well said. That's Ken Houston. One of the best safeties of all time, 12 touchdowns, 49 interceptions. Want to remind everybody, uh, go to uh, Facebook official gridiron gates, uh, uh, greats, I should say official gridiron greats. And uh, also Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds, which are tasty, and they're good for you as well. Ken, great uh, to talk to you. Continued good health, and let's do it again sometime. Thank you so very much. Let me say one thing about pork rind. You know, if you're like me at my age, they used to kill pork in the winter 
and they would bake the rind and fry the rind. And we ate pork rinds back then. You got to try this pork rind because it, it's a different breed of cat. It is really, really good. That's all I'm going to say about it. Go to porkrind.com. You can also get a chance to win $5,000. So I'm going to suggest that you look into that. I would definitely look well, into that. You. All right, Ken, thank you very much. Good stuff. Yes, pork, pork rinds are way better than even my childhood as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. a home that you don't want anymore we can buy it from you within 24 hours any home size or condition for over 20 years we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home are you moving did you lose your job going through a divorce whatever the reason if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast we'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800 306 1760 Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. It doesn't really matter. 
I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Uh, I think a lot of worse stuff than that. Hey, we got a couple minutes left in the show. Well, I should say this hour. Uh, Rick's picks will be in about uh, 15 minutes because we have Jade Kata Preta. She's at the uh, punchline. Then we have Dana Gould looking forward uh, to that. But I want to tell you about Mikey Williams. Mikey Williams is 17 years old. And remember the whole thing about NIL? Name, image, likeness. Well, that's now trickling into the high school ranks. That's right. Uh, He is a senior basketball player at Vertical Academy. How's that for hoop? In Charlotte, North Carolina. And he is the first American high school basketball player ever to sign a sneaker deal. I hate saying sneaker. That's so East Coast. Basketball shoe deal with a global brand. He is joining Puma. Or as I say in England, Puma. Uh, Do you like Nike or Puma? Nike or Puma. He says, I am excited to join the Puma family this early in my basketball journey. Puma really understands how to mix hoops and culture, two things I am passionate about. He is rated, by the way, the number 14th prospect in the country and the second best guard combo. Uh, By the way, that means point guard and shooting guard. Uh, He has not committed yet but he's narrowed it down to four schools, Kansas, LSU, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee. Kansas, of course, the biggie there. But here's the thing. Why would they sign him when he's the 14th guy? Because he has over 5 million followers on TikTok. There it is. Do you think Puma is stupid? 5 million followers on TikTok. And so he's going to put on them Pumas and say, Check me out, y'all. He'll say something else better than that, I hope. But it's basically, check me out, y'all. Check me out in my Pumas. This is the way it's going, y'all. Come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. A new report from the Wall Street Journal claims that the Biden administration is considering giving a whopping $450,000 per person as reparations for separation of illegal border crossers and children during the Trump administration. 
Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn is no fan of the idea. DHS, HHS, and uh, the Department of Justice go negotiate these prepayments to these individuals that have broken the law. Microsoft is now the world's most valuable company. It surpassed Apple Friday in terms of market cap, which is just under $2.5 trillion. This came after Apple stock fell more than 3% in early trading after missing expectations in the latest earnings report. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Big development this week. Sean Spicer's new book has been released. It's called Radical Nation, and it blows the lid off Joe Biden's and Kamala Harris's real plan for America. Spicer's Radical Nation reveals the shocking truth about the border crisis and their dangerous plan causing inflation to soar. Everyone is at risk by this new socialism. As White House Press Secretary, Sean learned how Washington really works. Now he tells the insider secrets in Radical Nation. Tonight, watch Sean on Newsmax's Spicer & Company as he exposes Biden's Radical Nation. And get your copy of Radical Nation at bookstores everywhere. It's already a number one Amazon bestseller. Tune in to Spicer at 6 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax on all major cable channels. Check your guide. Or find Newsmax on most streaming platforms and smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Roku, Zumo, Amazon Fire, Pluto, and more. Sean Spicer's Radical Nation. Get it today. Oklahoma carries out the state's first execution in six years. Now, the state of Oklahoma has carried out its first execution since 2015. John Grant executed early on Thursday, just hours after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned stays of execution for Grant and another death row inmate, Julius Jones. He's scheduled now to be executed next month. Grant, who's 60, had been convicted for a 1998 murder, and now he was incarcerated after robbery convictions which followed. Chris Barnes reporting from the USA Radio News Cape Cod Bureau. Consumer sentiment is holding steady this month. The University of Michigan's Index of Consumer Attitudes remained virtually unchanged from its mid-month reading. The survey noting rising inflation and falling confidence in government economic policies offset the positive outlook for higher wages and the receding pandemic. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Lights out, everybody. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> the greatest radio shows of all time, USA Classic Radio Theater. On these radio stations or on demand by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. One study shows parents are more likely to give the vaccine to their children after some time passes and it is approved. The Kaiser Family Foundation conducting a survey on whether parents will get their younger children the vaccine. This mom tells NBC News she's ready to give it to her child, especially while other vaccines are required. She's actually due for her last round of vaccinations for like MMR, mumps, measles, rubella like next month. So I mean I think that it's easy to just lop COVID into the same thing. Responses from the Kaiser Family Foundation survey say 26% of people say they will give their child the vaccine right away, and less than a third say they will definitely not give the vaccine to their younger child. 
New Jersey voters head to the polls on November 2nd to make their choice for governor as incumbent Democratic Governor Phil Murphy faces a challenge from GOP candidate Jack Chitarelli. Democratic leaders like President Joe Biden and Vermont Independent Senator Bernie Sanders have campaigned for Governor Murphy, but Chitarelli tells Fox News those endorsements won't help his opponent. We're just going to continue to talk about property taxes. Ours are the worst in the nation. Our business climate, ours is the... Ours is the worst in the nation, and I refuse to be a governor of a state that has the highest property tax in the nation, the worst business climate, and according to the IRS and census data, number one in out-migration. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Rick's picks coming up on the other side. Also, this hour, Jade, Kata, Preta, and Dana Gould in about a little over a half hour. Last night, the Arizona Cardinals suffered their first loss of the season on TNF, which stands for That's Enough. Came down to the wire and looked like it was headed to overtime at the very least. The Cardinals just marching down the field and in field goal range. They started off on their one-yard line. And uh, and there it was, right there in front of them. 15 seconds left, take a crack at the end zone or kick the field goal. And Kyler Murray threw a pass to A.J. Green on the right side of the end zone. A.J. Green never turned around. And uh, the Cardinals, uh, I should say the Packers corner, a guy named Russell Douglas, who, by the way, was a former Cardinals practice squatter, made a fantastic interception with one hand out, bounced it up in the air, caught it, and that's the game. So Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, head coach, Arizona, he was asked about it. Obviously a miscommunication. I mean, Kyler Murray laid on his back like, you got to be kidding me. Kingsbury said, yeah, I mean, we feel like it's a safe throw if Green knew the route to run. (laughs) He said... It was the right place to go with the ball, just didn't communicate on some level, and then the guy made a good play. And then they asked Kyler Murray, he said, I honestly don't know, just a miscommunication. I couldn't tell you, but, you know, we just got to be better. And then uh, Murray said that 
he didn't spoke to he didn't hadn't spoken to Green, but Green said that he knew he was hot. In other words, it might be coming to you. So that was it. I mean, he literally never even turned around. So I mean, he did. He looked the wrong way once the ball was intercepted. So that was it. I'll give you the rest of the picks this weekend on the other side. Also, if you are listening on the American Forces Radio Network, it's great to have you with us wherever you might happen to be <clears throat> all around the world. And also, tune in app, iHeartRadio app. We're on Twitch, twitch.tv, as I look to the little high-def camera here. Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID and the flu, and the only way to reliably detect fever is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Be sure to seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. So as you guys know, Mark's gone. The float artist at Fred's Floral just took off, days before the parade. They need a replacement before business passes them by. And who am I going to get to finish the float? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Hadle is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. 
cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the program. Get to Rick's picks in a second, but more fallout and uh, from the uh, sex scandal, sex scandal with the Chicago Blackhawks, and you would think, you know, you you hear about these. Uh, <clears throat> you know, these gymnasts under five feet being taken advantage of by Dr. Larry Nasser, and you think these women are so helpless. Well, would you think you could have a sexual assault on a hockey player who would beat you up? And the answer is yes, because you're in a position of authority, and these are kids. They're very young. And um, because of that now, the Florida Panthers, off to a great start this year, they don't have a coach because Joel Kenville has resigned today. Well, it was last night. He met with Gary Bettman, the commissioner. He involved, He discussed his involvement with the case, and he was there, and apparently he ignored some of the claims of sexual assault 11 years ago in that Stanley Cup run. And uh, so now it looks like a guy named Andrew Brunette will be the interim head coach. They were going to get Andrew Blonde. Sorry. But seriously, this is uh, the Panthers said after the release of the Jenner and Block investi- investigative report on Tuesday afternoon, we have conducted a diligently review. We've continued to diligently review the information within that report. In addition to the new information that has recently become available, it should go without saying that the conduct described in that report is troubling and inexcusable. It stands in direct contrast to our values of an organization and what the Florida Panthers stand for. No one should ever have to endure what Kyle Beach experienced during and long after his time in Chicago. Quite simply, he was failed. We praise his bravery and courage in coming forward. Following a meeting today with Commissioner Bettman at National Hockey League offices, which was part of the league's process to decide how to move forward, Joel has made the decision to resign, and the Florida Panthers accepted that resignation. It is brave. You're a hockey player, and you guys say I was sexually assaulted by a guy? Yeah. Bettman said all parties agreed it was no longer appropriate to have Kenville serve as the Florida head coach. Should he wish to reenter the league in some capacity in the future, I will require a meeting with him in advance to, in order to determine the appropriate conditions under which such employment might take place. Kenville said... Uh, I want to express my sorrow for the pain this young man, Kyle Beach, has suffered. My former team, the Blackhawks, failed Kyle, and I own and I own share of that. I want to reflect how this all happened and to take time to educate myself on ensuring spaces are safe for everyone and with deep regret and contrition. <clears throat> and what this was, I have to say, it would be bad radio. Kyle Beach, a former center, accused the video coach, Brad Aldridge, of sexual assault during the Western Finals in 2010, which happened to be against my Sharks that same year. And he uh, went to uh, the top, Senior Director of Hockey Administration, Joel McIsaac, the President, John McDonough, the GM, Stan Bowman, the Vice President, Jay Blunk, the Assistant GM, Kevin Sheldyov, uh, the Team Counselor, uh, Jim Gary, uh, everyone. And uh, Kenville chose to uh, ignore the incident. And Bowman said he shook his head and said it was hard for his team to get where they want to go, and they couldn't deal with that issue right now. Well, he was right because they won the Stanley Cup. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's a lot. 
to bite off. But uh, as I said, Kenville's been around forever. He's 63 years old. He coached the Blackhawks, the Blues, the Avalanche, the Panthers, or he was with the Panthers. And uh, Jack Adams Award winner. And uh, just short of Scotty Bowman for the most in uh, most wins in uh, history. So uh, there's a uh, another uh, chip to fall there. Let's get to the scores. And I give out winners. You can go with the money line or the over or the under. Give me, take, uh, parlay. But let's start with the early games. Falcons will host the Panthers. The Falcons are feeling much more well-chuffed. And by the way, these are all Halloween games on Sunday. The Falcons, and you can wear stuff that normally you'd wear to a Raider game. You can wear them to every game now. <laughs> Falcons will beat the Panthers. And um, at that point, <clears throat> the Panthers will have lost five games in a row. The Jets are hosting the Bungles, and they're not the Bungles anymore. Cincinnati will win that on the road. Jets laying 10.5 at home. Ouch. They are getting 10.5 at home. Sorry. The Texans are hosting the Rams, 6-1 and one versus 1-6, and six, and this is a trap game, but it's not. The Rams are laying 15.5. Remember the other day the Bills were favored by 17, and they won, what, 40 to nothing? The Bills this week are favored by 14 because they're at home against the Dolphins. You almost want to take the money and run on that. The Lions are at home, and they're only a three-and-a-half-point dog at 0-7 because they're playing the hapless Philadelphia Eagles. Well, I shouldn't say hapless. They have two haps. They're 2-5. and five. The Lions trying not to be the only 0-17 team of <laughs> all history. You can either laugh or cry. The Browns will take on the Steelers. This is big in that division because Cleveland does not want to end up at 4-4, four and four, and the Steelers would love to be 4-3 and three, uh, after an indifferent start to their season. They think they're on the straight and narrow. The Bears will host the 49ers. The Bears are 3-4. and four. Who would have thought that would be a better record than the 49ers? The 49ers, uh, by the way, <clears throat> are still favorites in this game by four. But... The Niners are going to lose their fifth game in a row. I, I just the, Chicago has been so stinky, but I think they're going to get a little bit of pride, and Khalil Mack will be all right. The Colts take on the Titans. This is going to be not an easy one, but I take Titans on the road. Seahawks host Jags. The Seahawks will feel much better after they finally win a game to go 3-5. and five. The Jags, I don't know if they're going to win in America. They won one in London. That might be it. The Chargers host the Patriots, and the Chargers thought they were on their way until they had a little hiccup. Last week, and the Patriots are feeling pretty good, but the Chargers are going to win in L.A. The Saints are hosting the Buccaneers, and I'm going to pick the Saints in this one. Yes, Tom Brady will actually lose another game. Who'd have thunk it? The Donkeys will host a Washington football team. The Broncos will win this one after losing four in a row. They can't possibly lose at home to Washington, can they? Sunday night football, Vikings host Cowboys, and I like the Vikes in this one, even though they're 3-3 three and three and the Cowboys are 5-1, and one, and you'll get 2.5. It's pretty close odds, but you'll get 2.5 if you do pick Minnesota. On All Souls Day, it'll be Monday night football, November 1st. The Chiefs will host the Giants, and everyone's like, what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Has the league caught up to the Andy Reid offense? The Giants will go to Arrowhead, the Chiefs favored by 9.5. And I think the Chiefs will uh, win that one. Who's who's really picking Daniel Jones to win that game? 
Now, it is bye week for two teams, two teams that met in week one, and the Raiders beat the Ravens. Those two teams will have the uh, bye as uh, we head into uh, next week. But this is the point of the season where, you know, you, you look back and say, I'm so glad we won that game on Halloween because this, you know, every game's important when you only play 17, obviously. You can lose a couple and still be in perfectly fine shape. But this is when I think this is the time as you get into November now on Halloween day before, obviously. But this is when you're going to start saying this is who we are like the Steelers. Who are you really? Who are you? You know, the Falcons at three and three. Should we start taking you seriously? Are you a team that we should look at? You know, and then the 49ers, the Seahawks, some of these other teams are looking at themselves in the mirror and saying our season is over if we lose these games. And it will be. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on the side with Jade Kata Preta. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers contains the little known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, syndicated nationally and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented and hilarious Jade Kata Preta. She is oh, here. Hello. In- hello, Jade. She is in town at the Punchline, and uh, she's also the host of The Soup on E! as well. And um, I would imagine, Jade, with a, a last name like that, you don't get confused a lot for other people. Like, <laughs> no one never. else is... I'm just so... No, never. I'm happy to be with the stallion this morning, by the way. Very exciting. Um, <laughs> people well, people want to call me Jada because it rhymes with the last name. They want to say Jada Catapreta, but, um, you know, it's just Catapreta. It's a Brazilian name, so Jaji Catapreta is really how it should be. Oh, I, I love Jada. Jaji. Yeah, so if you were a Fuchi ball player, you'd be Jade. Yeah, I'd be Jade. They'd be like, Jade, pasta. <laughs> By the way, for you, like if you're walking down the street in Sao Paulo and on one side of the street is Ronaldo and the other side of the street is Neymar, do you go old school or new guy? Ooh, man, I don't know. Ronaldo's pretty hot. You know, he's a family man. He's got a bunch of kids. I don't know. But I would go, you know, I would go all, all, the, all the way old school and be like, Pele, where are you? Where are you at? <laughs> When I worked at the World Cup in 94, I got to meet Joao Havelange, who was the head of FIFA from Brazil. And I got to work a little bit with Rivalinho and some of the, the great legends. It was a thrill. Wow, how cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I mean, I can't do much with the soccer ball, but I love it. I'm like, yeah, go. <laughs> I cheer for Brazil. So. And I guess the best female player, Marta, right? I don't know. I don't. I am not really big on. I didn't. I didn't know that you would be so much into female soccer. <laughs> right, let's soccer let's move on. <laughs> uh, how how cool getting the? Uh, I've had Mikhail on the show a few times, and and how cool getting the 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 soup gig. Yeah. No. You know, it's actually it's done right now. It's done. We finished. Um, but it was a very cool adventure. I mean, it was you know filling such a big big shoes, uh, literally. And figuratively, um, he's a huge dude. But it was a really, really cool experience. I had a billboard on Sunset. I wore very high-waisted pants, so it was fun to see my vagina so large (laughs) on Sunset. And the whole experience was amazing, but we ended, and I actually have a new show coming out now on Hulu called Hotties. So, yeah, just excited about that. I like the alliteration, Hulu Hotties. Hulu Hotties, you know, just super highbrow stuff. It's a hybrid dating show, so I'm really excited about it. So are you saying, and I've never said this on, on my show before, but are you saying that on the billboard there's a little camel toe going on? A, a little would be, uh, 
not the correct adjective. <laughs> so uh, you're going you're go- large, deep. <laughs> so you're going to the comedy store to do your pod, and then it's right in front of your face. Yeah, basically, it was cool. Actually, when the um, when COVID hit, the only cool thing about COVID was that they kept the billboard up for like four extra months. And when I was really, really broke, and I, w- I would always go to Joe's Pizza, which is right across the street from where the billboard was. And so when the billboard came out, I would just, you know, go have pizza, look at my camel toe. It was just such a moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> was, I went to so the... I was uh, really grateful. Yeah. In the, in the spring of last year, I went to the comedy store um, right before the pandemic shut everything down and it was the usual suspects you know my boy the bobby lees of the world and of course and they're saying hey thanks for risking your life you know ha 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 and then a week later everything shut down so yeah when, when you were in that were you doing the zoom shows the outdoor shows what was going on oh man i was doing it all well actually we were filming the soup mostly during covid um we got five episodes before covid and then i just would do jokes to one camera guy wearing a mask so that was so cool. Um, and then <laughs> I was doing Zoom shows. There was a lot of outside shows that opened up in L.A., a lot of new comedy clubs that are, like, in people's backyards, which I really love. I love really intimate, weird settings, you know. And then there's Supernova, which is this round stage, and it holds, like, 300, 400 people. So some stuff sprung up that was really cool, but I hate Zoom shows, so those can be rough. Yeah, I mean, listen, as a, as a radio host, if I say something, and I'm not a comedian, but if I say something funny, somebody will mention it two years later, because I get no instant feedback. But for you, if you, I know, right? if you don't get the feedback, you feel like you're dying, right? I know, a little bit, but you know, I've gotten better at it. It's, like, it's almost like when you do late night, like people think when you do late night, it's just like explosion of laughter, but because they're filming, people really don't laugh as much. And you just kind of got to get good, you know? <laughs> I mean, we're all already a little demented, so you just got to get good, pretend the laughter is there, and move, move on. So, in your, by the way, we're speaking with Jade Catapreta. She's at the uh, world-famous Punchline down here. When you did the, yes. the Girl Code days, um, oh, wow. I've had so many guys. I mean, I've had the Palusos and Aquilinos in here. I mean, how fun was wow. that show? Yeah. That, I mean, you know, it was like one of my earliest gigs. It was just so exciting to get, like, and the entire group of women were all still working. So they, did, they chose well, I feel like. Um, it was just really fun. I mean, they just let me say whatever I wanted to say, and it was, really early on for me, so I got to shape a little bit of my Viacom um, trajectory, you know, with MTV and stuff, and yeah, oh my God, I mean, Nicole Byer, so you know, everybody's still were working you, from that show. Were you the only one not to date Chris Stefano? Oh, no, yes, correct. <laughs> not even, and I, and I, love, I love Chris D, but I mean, it seems yeah, like... Yeah, <laughs> no, I, yeah, we, we, had, we had other people to shoot. I was more of a Charlemagne girl. I was more ah. of a Charlemagne yeah, <laughs> gotcha. I mentioned the pay, uh, podcast Jaded, which you do at the uh, the store. Um, how's that going? You know, it's a little bit of a, of a pause right now because when I'm on the road, it's so I was like recording from the road all the time, and I felt like that was kind of unfair for people like just me in a hotel room again. What do you guys want to talk about? Um, and so it's a, a temporary little bit of a pause, and then I'm going to pick it up after, after pilot season starts again. So would you say it's really a, hoping to get? Would you say it's a pause cast? Uh, I, unfortunately, yes, I would have to. All right. The now you know. <laughs> now, you, now you know why. Why you're the comedian and I'm not. Um, <laughs> Come on. So you did Podcast? a <laughs> you did a Thursday show, and I know they always comedians tell me if they do a Wednesday or Thursday show, like that's like the true comedy fans. They're not just like, oh, let's go out and get drunk. We're going to that. Right. They, that what was it like to get in front of your peeps? I love Thursday shows. Those are my favorite shows. I'm not gonna lie, because you know it's less pressure on getting pe- people in the seats which I feel a lot of pressure with. And 
yeah, it's true. It's like you said, it's people that really want to come see you. I had some friends come out last night with such a good show. I mean, Punchline is one of the best clubs in the entire world. And if you haven't been there, the energy in the club and just the way it's built, you know, um, it's really, really, I don't know. It just really gives room for a great comedy show. And you're standing on Robin Williams' stage, Dana Carvey, Chappelle. I mean, mean, everybody went through there. Yeah, no, I love it. And the last time I was here, I was actually with Bobby Lee featuring for him. I think it was <laughs> almost six years ago, and I told the story, but um, uh, there, I, I was trying to get a 30-minute tape to submit to Comedy Central. It was a really big deal, and I was really, you know, six years ago, so I, I didn't have a lot of opportunities, and I finally, on Sunday, the last day of the weekend, I get a great set, and I'm running to the camera, and I'm like, where's the camera? Wait, what's going on? Where's the camera? And Bobby was like, oh, you're going to be so mad at me. So during my set, Bob had taken the camera and was just filming really inappropriate stuff on it and uh and that's my tape that's the tape that i got so i'm did, excited to not have bob take my camera this time did you beat him up like ari shafir oh, no good. i just have foot, a lot of weird footage of his butt now <laughs> well so, that's it he plays gay chicken he plays gay chicken he people don't know bobby and people see me and bobby the embraces he's given me he, he'll strip down to his uh tidy whities and then play gay mm-hmm. chicken he'll try to kiss you and who will pull away at the last moment yeah, he doesn't do that locally in L.A., so a lot of people don't know. But, yeah, on the road, he's got that whole strip tease, and um, <laughs> I live for it. I just I don't want it to be during my set, um, so I'm happy to be on my own now. So how do you like uh, San Francisco? How does it suit you as the headliner? Oh, I love it. I, this is the first place I ever lived by myself. I lived on 25th and Mission. Mm. I was here for Clown College in 2006. Wow. Literally, like, red nose, like, whoa, falling over a banana kind of clown college. And uh, so it's cool to come back. I mean, I love the city. I love the way it feels here. It's such a big city, but it feels like you can smell the water. And mm-hmm. there's so many gay people. I love it. I so love the queer, knowing, knowing where you were in the mission, of course, and, of course, it's uh, everywhere. But, it's, but, you know, stepping over a lot of people down on their luck, let's say. How does that, yes, how does lot, that con- contract? Like, are you from... Are you one of those uh, rich Brazilians like Kaká, or are you more like the favela, like Ronaldinho? You know, it's weird because there's no middle class in Brazil, but I am somewhere in between. Like, we grew up very middle class, comfortable. You know, I wasn't in a cardboard home, but I wasn't in a mansion either. Like, you know, we had a nanny. And, but, yeah, when I lived in the mission, I told the story last night. There was a woman. I lived in, like, a little basement apartment. So it was kind of scary because people would kind of sleep you know, in the bottom area of it, and I could kind of see them through the window. And I didn't mind when it was just sleeping, and then this woman started using it as her, um, you know, her private hooking corner. And uh, <laughs> so I had to call the police, which, I, you know, I, I didn't want to because I was scared that they would get upset. And the next morning I woke up, and there was a human log on my doorstep, like a, a, a human poo. I got it. And I had never, I had never as an adult seen a human poo, <laughs> another human's poo, I guess, in front of me so close. And, and so that was just such a learning moment for me. And do you know it's such a problem that there's actually, I'm not kidding, a San Francisco hotline to clean up human poo? You're kidding me. Oh, my God. Did I start that in 2006? <laughs> You're such an innovator. Oh, my God. It was me. I was. I saw the first human poo. Um, but, yeah, uh, I bet it, you know, so that's what you get. All right. <laughs> Jay, Kata, <laughs> Preta, Punchline tonight, tomorrow. And if you're in SoCal, Levity Live, um, she's going to start a run there next weekend. Jay, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Have a good one. All right. Dana Gould on the other side as we keep the comedy going on Sports Byline.
With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% .9 of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one -on -one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have, to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth.
Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. All right, uh, thank you for that. That's an uh, elaborate uh, comeback there. But uh, Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, nationally syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know me, one of my favorites uh, is uh, Dana Gould, a stand-up comedian who is still going strong to this day. And in fact, today from Gravitas Ventures, a great documentary that I got to see called Joyride that he has done with Bobcat Goldthwait is available. And uh, Dana, first of all, welcome back, buddy. Really appreciate you having you on. The, the only thing I wanted uh, from this movie I didn't get is I wanted to see more of the actual car crash. <laughs> yeah, it's, we need it. If there's one thing that uh, comedy specials uh, <laughs> are lacking these days, it's a car chase and action. <laughs> so we thought, let's have a car wreck. Yeah, the cameras weren't rolling in the car wreck. That all that all happened later. So it's you and Bob, and you're uh, you guys have known each other for more than thirty years. You get in a car, you start driving around doing gigs, and and then we find out that uh, in the beginning it wasn't all peaches and cream between you two. No, uh, we hated each other. <laughs> we hated each other for a good 12, 13 years. Um, because I think, you know, it's like you you are what you hate, as they say. And in this case, it was really true. I mean, Bob and I are, are freakishly similar people. And, um, yeah, we just met, got off on the wrong foot. And uh, as I like to say, it went, it, uh, we started off on the wrong foot. It was really, really bad. But it went downhill from there. I kind of feel like, though, and and I think even uh, Bobcat admits it, that it was mostly his bad, and one time he really screwed oh, you. Oh, com- yeah. oh completely. Yeah. I mean, oh, it, no question. He was more on the mea culpa soapbox. Yes, yes, and and, he's, and, and, and I accept it. There's no problem whatsoever. You know, we were both very young and very different people, and I think what makes joyride different from just a comedy special it's 85 80 percent just us on stage doing what we do um but the you know the rest of it is you know there's documentary footage and there's footage of us traveling together and just kind of talking and you know we're 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 older people now i think we are we have a handle on our mistakes and our foibles and we are more than anything we're kind of over ourselves and uh, that's quite a gift if you can get there. No doubt about it. And I would think, too... That... I'm sick of me. I don't know about you, Rick. <laughs> I am really sick of me. Well, Bill Bryson, uh, who I love, wrote a line one time that he was in England having a beer, and he said, I so badly wanted to get up and walk out on myself. <laughs> yeah. People, people uh, you know, it's like, uh, I've... Uh, my children are adopted and people say, did you uh, ever think about biological children? Like, Look, I hate myself enough. I don't have to watch a little version of me crap my pants. <laughs> Another thing in this documentary that I loved is the fact that you guys did touch on the fact that Seinfeld and Goldthwait don't send each other Hanukkah cards. <laughs> no, they're not fans. So to speak. And in fact, in Comedians in Cars, uh, Jerry went off on a little rant, which was cool. That, that we got to see. It was, yeah. uh, is, What's interesting is he's in better shape than both of us, but somehow looks worse. <laughs> well, 
Well, is that, I mean, did, do you know the, the gist of that? Was this just another two people rubbing each other the wrong way? Because what people don't know what Jerry yeah, said. Yeah, well, Bob, sure, there's footage in the film of Bob kind of trashing Seinfeld back in the 90s when Jerry was at his peak. Mm-hmm. And Bob's sort of, you know, raison d'etre at that time in his career was he did a lot of celebrity bashing. Uh, and, and, and Jerry just uh, hasn't, to everyone's surprise, hasn't let it go. I mean, the other... The other way, you know, it, it shows Jerry on an episode of Comedians in Cars getting coffee, talking to Bob's friend, Bridget Everett. Mm-hmm. And Bridget just comments that she's friends with Bob's. And Jerry explodes and just goes off. And, you know, the other way to handle that would be if he just chuckled and said, yeah, that guy really did not like me and let it go at that. And, you know, he would have looked a lot better in the long run. But uh, I, I guess it got under his it got under his skin. Yeah, instead he Jerry says... Jerry doesn't like Bob. Dave Chappelle doesn't like trans people. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> no one's going to be leading the, the Goldthwait, uh, uh, you know, protest, uh, unlike the Chappelle <laughs> thing. But yeah, Seinf- no, Seinfeld actually said... As we like said, to say, there are, there are no uh, marginalized groups attacked in this special, but we hope people watch it anyway. <laughs> And just to wrap up the Seinfeld thing, but he basically said the reason Bobcat does the voice is because he has nothing else. I mean, he's like, wow. Yeah. 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 And you're kind of in but the, the middle because you were, you were on a Seinfeld. You're, you're cool with Jerry. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Once again, <laughs> I'm in the middle. <laughs> it's, I'm like a labor negotiator. <laughs> it's like, a labor, it's like a labor mediator. Look, this isn't going to fly with management. Look, this, this isn't going to fly with a group. I can't win. Everybody hates me. Um, no, it's it's a it, yeah, it's a it's contentious, and um, it just shows you that money can't buy happiness because Jerry has more money than I'll ever spend, and he still <laughs> seems pretty pissed off. Got more questions for Dana Gould. The new movie Joyride today from Gravitas Ventures coming out of Boston, uh, as did uh, Bobcat. And I hear a lot, mm-hmm. you know, from like well, Joe List told me like when he came out. That's a, the generation after you, but. I think right. I know that, the, yeah. but the, you know, like the Joe Rogans and the Fitzsimmons and some of these other guys. And what was the name of your town? It's got a friendly name. Hopedale. Hope. <laughs> That's right. The world's most ironically named town. <laughs> Hopedale. But that comedy scene in Boston, there, there were some clubs, but you had to kind of go down to, to Manhattan, right? Well, you know, Boston had a huge, in the 80s, there was a, when I was there, there was a huge, there was like five or six full-time clubs. Mm. You could work six nights a week, mm. uh, seven nights a week if you wanted. Then after I moved to California, I think that things kind of dried up, and that's when people started going down to New York more. I know that that was Greg's experience. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fitz's experience. Right. Um, and, uh, and you know, to, to their, you know, to their vast betterment. Um, but, uh, yeah, Bob, Bob lived in Boston, and he had these two friends, Dan Spencer and Tom Kenny. Mm-hmm. Tom Kenny is now famous for being the voice of SpongeBob. Sure. Um, and they all lived together, and then uh, they were all comedians. And then Bob moved to San Francisco, and I moved into Boston right at the same time. Then I became friends with Dan and Tom because I liked all the same, you know, we liked all the same music and the same movies and stuff. And then Bob came back, and I was like the new wife. I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> but it was uh, you know it was pretty minor but then uh you know we just uh hey what do you know people from dysfunctional backgrounds have dysfunctional personality traits <laughs> whoever like, would have thought yeah i love tom kenny and he would pull the eyeglasses away from his face and that whole yeah, thing yeah 
and he said, I'm going to be SpongeBob, and you said, I'm going to be Gex. <laughs> yeah, he, he's doing a little better financially in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the response we, it's been? Funny, we, are all, we are all still very close. You know, we're all, I will see Tom mm-hmm. Sunday night. You know, we always, we always go uh, trick-or-treating in Tom's neighborhood and kind of base out of Tom's house. Bob's going to be, you know, it's like we, we are, what I love, what I love about it is, you know, we met in 1984 and we're all still close. That's kind of nice. That is nice. And I know your neighborhood because the Tarantino film had a scene in it. That's right. My house is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Fortunately, not the uh, murder house. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. As I was watching the movie, I was like, that's my house. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could have looked out the window and maybe got a little uh, SAG money, right? Yeah, Exactly. So, exactly. how's the response been from this film so far? Uh, you know, it's so far it's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, wow. which surprised even me. Um, I was, you know, usually my specials get reviewed in like you know the D Battery Monthly, the the industry the industry magazine of D Battery Manufacturing. Um, but no, it's got uh, got raves in Variety, it got raves in Hollywood Reporter and uh, uh, New York Times, Hollywood Reporter, and. Um, we're very, very proud of it. I mean, it's Bob's movie. He made the movie. And, and, you know, we we started touring together in 2018 and 19 just because we wanted to go on the road together and not be alone all the time when you travel. Mm-hmm. And uh, that quickly evolved. And, you know, one would go on stage, we'd flip a coin to decide who would go on first and second, and then we'd do it. And we, what we found is that people really liked it when we were goofing off together. Yeah. And so one night we just decided, let's see if we could do the whole show together. And we would kind of just trade off bits and work it into a conversation. And it just, it worked instantly because I know Bob's act, he knows my act. And we would just, you know, it was different every time. It was fresh. It was organic and people really liked it. And we were going to film it as a special. And literally as we were, pulling into the parking lot of the venue to film it, we got in a terrible car accident. Uh, We got T-boned pulling into the theater. The people that ran up to the car, which suddenly was in trees, uh, were the people in line to see us. (laughs) So they did get to see us, but not in the way that they wanted. Um, And it took several months to recover. It was a bad wreck. And then um, we shot it uh, in February of 2020 when the future looked great. Um, and then because of COVID, Bob was able to spend a lot more time on it than he would normally and turned it into, you know, what, what Joyride is, which is sort of a, uh, a combination of a comedy special and a documentary about friendship, really, and you know, letting go of your, getting over yourself. Yeah, I was just listening to Sam Marill, who I've had in there many times, and he said he watched it with you at Moon Tower. He's just raving about your movie. Oh, that is, yeah, it's very nice. I think comedians get it, you know, because like, they, we all come from, no, look, we all come from sketchy backgrounds. Nobody, nobody becomes a comedian because they have their emotional crap together, you know? No doubt. How do you like the Mad Magazine type movie poster, too? 
Well, that was that was my uh, that was done by my very good friend Mark Tavares. That was that was my idea. Let's have a poster that only twelve percent of the population even knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually my wheelhouse. <laughs> no you doubt. know, give it a. Can you give it a, a Don Martin feel? That's exactly. I <laughs> People was, I, love that. I was thinking Al Jaffe. I'm like, it's not Al Jaffe. You know, like, you're right. Yeah. You're actually right. It is Al Jaffe. Yeah. I was. I was. I was first with the Sergio Oragon. I was like, nope, that's. Not oh, I love Sergio. Yeah. 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 Can you can you tell it, <laughs> Dan and I? Yeah. Who else gets it? Can you tell we're over fifty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was just. I just got, went to the mail today. Uh, and uh, I'm included in the bonus materials. There's an interview with me in the bonus materials in the Kino Lorber, Cole Shack, the Night Sucker TV series. <laughs> yeah. Blu-ray. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much my wheelhouse. Gavin, um, McGovern. Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. As Andy Kindler said, my target audience is men my age who are me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. We've been speaking with, with the great Dana Gould, one of my favorites. Make sure to check out this movie. It's a great and I'll movie. See you, I'll see you this month. I'm at the Punchline in San Francisco, November uh, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Oh, excellent. Yeah, we'll have you in studio. Always love when Dana yeah. comes in. It's to, it's available today from Gravitas Ventures. Once again, Joyride. It's a great movie yeah, go about to comedy. Yeah, and order Joyride. There it is right out. Hey, I'll see you soon, buddy. I can't wait. Great stuff. Dana Gould, everybody, in the movie's Joyride. Come on back. car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pill sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I'm sorry, it's the... It's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now. Taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. How about this as we leave you for the Halloween weekend? According to the New York Times, you know what Roger Goodell has made over the last two years? Now, we always heard that he made $40 million a year, and he said, I'll work for a dollar. It's easy to say if you've had that. Goodell made over $130 million. He got a raise. He's at $63.9 million and fifty dollars that little fifty dollars there that's the one that's a kick in my crotch why does he get that extra little fifty dollars huh huh so (laughs) the commissioner's salary is going to draw a lot of ire because what does he really do right i mean what does he really you could remember what uh, josh norman said it could be a dog in a suit and have the same effect i completely agree with that uh yeah his salary is 63.9 That extra $50 is just to make you feel bad. And it's working. Have a good Halloween. We'll see you Monday. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.